Everybody got David Virgil here, mind you. He's had quite a bit to drink. How you doing? Yeah, I want to keep you keep in mind. He had quite a bit to drink, ladies and gentlemen. I'm definitely going to address the elephant in the room in AEW. But Alistair Black, known as um, Malachi Black, has. Uh, asked for his release and it's been granted so he's no longer in AEW the big fight between the elite and CM Punk and his trainer uh, Ace Steel at the end of a pay-per-view the AEW pay-per-view all out they got into a big fist fight cops was called and it's being investigated so the elite was stripped of the AEW's six-man tag team belts, and CM Punk was stripped of the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, and um, uh, Death Triangle are now the new six-man tag, which they call the Trios World Tag Team Champions. So congratulations to them, which uh, which makes Pat. He's the first ever double champion in AEW, so he's the he's also the uh, the uh, All Atlantic champion, and of course, one half of the six man tag champions, uh, the Chaos champions. Right now, we have an ongoing tournament, and the finals will take place at uh, AEW Grand Slam. The finals of the tournament, and the winner of the tournament will be the AEW champion. Personally, I feel CM Punk should be fucking fired for what he did. You know, hey, uh, I, I, but then again, I kind of don't think he's gonna be fired because Tony Khan is soft. I'm a little distracted. This, is, this is what happens when you have. A person who's not in the wrestling business running a wrestling company. These are the things that happen. Well, you got a point. Tony Khan, who's not a mm-hmm. wrestling person, he's never had um, any history in the wrestling business. To be honest, Tony Khan is just a fan. And again, this goes back to what I'm saying. This is what happens when you have someone who's not a wrestling person running a wrestling company. Good point. But David, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, first of all, I forgot there was all of it. I forgot about the All-Atlantic Championship. Would that ever be defended? Um, it's been defended. It's been know. defended on the Indies. I don't know about AEW. But that does make Pac... The first person in AEW history <laughs> to hold two titles at the same time, or more than one title at the same time. Yes, sir. By the way, CM Punk at the uh, media scrum, he had a lot to say about the powers that be behind the scenes, a little bit about Colt Cabana. I, I, I'm assuming that's who he was referring to. He never said his name. Yes, he was. Colt Cabana. The executive vice president, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks were idiots. 
you know, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are not the smartest people in the world, to be honest. They're not really wrestling people. Their type of wrestling is wrestling nine-year-old girls for 20 minutes and doing 87 super kicks in one match and thinking it's a good match. So when you, again, this is what happens when you're not a wrestling person and you run a wrestling company, which is Tony Khan, who puts Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks as executive vice presidents. Cody, who was an executive vice president, who was the only one out of the five of them who knew what he was doing. He was smart enough. He was smart enough to leave. Mm-hmm. By the way, before we go any further, I got to, uh, well, I have to, but I, it's a favorite thing to do. Pause it. You all heard about it by now. It's all over the place. If you watch the news, you all know it by now. Her Majesty the Queen has transitioned. So there's that. Well, I'm going to say something a friend of mine said. And I hate to say this because I don't want to sound like an asshole. No. Uh, but, uh, but, but, come on, let's be honest. We knew she was going to die. I mean, of course, you're not gonna live forever, but most. I'm. I'm. My point is, the woman was already old. She was in her nineties. Like, how long? How much longer did you expect her to live? And this is everything a friend of mine was saying. And as much as I hate to admit it, I have to agree. Well, yeah, she's not gonna live forever. So. In terms of, I, I know that point, but my point is she was already old. She was in her 90s. So that part <laughs> didn't surprise me. Well, I brought all that up to say, but to send our condolences to the folks over there in the United Kingdom. Absolutely. Uh, but I do believe, I'm not 100% sure on this, that very soon we're going to go from Queen once again, first time in forever. Wait, wait. Shout out to Disney. Have a king. You know, it's funny that you mention that. I gotta give props to WWE. WWE's Clash at the Castle was a roaring success. They sold out the Pennsylvania Stadium. They drew over 60,000 people. They sold the place out. So... Congratulations to WWE. And I gotta be honest, and this is my personal opinion. I think that was the best WWE pay per view of the year so far. In my personal opinion. All right. Let's talk about. uh, Let's start with Eddie Guerrero. Not Eddie, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. I hate to cut you off, but. People's been asking me this, so I gotta um, explain explain why real quick. Is that um, you know people's been talking about why WWE's been mentioning this this thirty year thing about stadiums. Of course, WWE's um, last stadium pay per view show took place 30 years ago, which was SummerSlam 1992. And the reason why they bring this up so much is because they set a attendance record in Wembley Stadium. Uh And that record, that record still stands to this day. 80,000 
335 people, which is the largest crowd ever to see an event in Wembley Stadium. And 30 years later, that record still stands to this day. It has never been broken. You got a point there. By the way, uh, <laughs> a thing caught my eye. First of all, Dominic Mysterio, he, low blow edge, low low blow, low yeah, low blow edge. Okay, I know I know it sounds it don't sound right. They, they gave him a low blow, and then knocked out his dad. He punched his daddy. Punch, he clotheslined his own father. That's what he did. I haven't seen the father-son storyline in WWE in quite some time. Last time, I believe, was McMahon's. Father versus son. Been a, what, quite a while. I can't remember the last time I seen something like that. I'm telling you what it is. Last time was leading up WrestleMania 17. Vince oh, right. Shane. Shane versus Vince, yes. That's the last time we had a father-son feud. And also, later on that night, Roman Reigns walked in there by himself. An island, a man, a man alone, a lonely island, if you will. I know it don't make sense, but deal with it. A man alone against the whole nation of people behind Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was the man, the, was the man that night, bruh. But in the end, Roman Reigns stood tall with a little help from younger cousin, younger Oos, Solo, Solo Sakia. Uh, where have we witnessed? Where have we unleashed? Um, excuse me, give me a second. I'll be right back. Pass break. Yes, sir. I used to take care of that. Russell Trash is probably brought to you by back. <coughs> excuse me. Back and delivery some more LLC. They put the deal delivery. We have a city license. You can drive trucks. Triple H seven one two two five eight seven. Or we got backup.com. Where have we released, man? Where have we, where have we unwitnessed? Where have, where have we un, unleashed with, with Roman Reigns and Solo Sakia? I'm looking forward to Friday to hear the. I want some answers. I got some questions. I'm pretty sure they got the answers. We're going to find out this Sunday, at, uh, this Friday, excuse me, on SmackDown. We're going to find out. It's going to be interesting. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Will so will Solo Sakia? Will he be by himself? Will he be we kept kept we Solo Sakia be kept in the in the loop of the of, of the bloodline? Oh, I'm back. Sorry about that, people. Yeah. Nature calls. Will Solo Sakia? Will he be kept in in the bloodline? Will he be kept around to do to, to do their dirty oh, work? He's, de- he's definitely going to be kept around. Yeah. That's the reason why he was there in the first place. Of course, the Usos, who couldn't travel out the country to um, cart off Wales. Well, it was interesting yeah. because it was the first time the Roman Reigns had to do it on his own without Paul Hyman and the Usos. But of course, uh, he had something in his back pocket. Well, hell yeah. He was a member of his country. family. 
You know, you got to go to a foreign country alone and not have a backup plan in your back pocket. Hell yeah, you got a backup plan. Oh, yeah, Roman definitely did with his cousin, fellow Sequoia. Like, somebody's going to enter this country and like, help I'm, me fend off Drew McIntyre because that's what happened. If I'm Roman Reigns, I, like, I'm going to walk to a foreign country by myself with no backup? Hell no. I got somebody watching my back. I'm not going to tell you. I got somebody watching my back somewhere. Tell you, absolutely. Roman Reigns is not an idiot. That reminds me of Austin and uh, The Rock. WrestleMania, uh, no, WrestleMania 17. Austin, it was in, San, it was in Texas. The stomping ground to Steve Austin, of course. Austin, yeah, I'm rolling here with no, with no insurance. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the Iron Red they turned heel that night. The whole point of that was insurance. It's always necessary. That was a shocking night because it was Vince McMahon, of all people. Like, he wanted to be champion that much. Hell yeah. He aligned himself with Vince McMahon. People say it's the devil himself. Yeah, let me tell you something. As far as them, if I was a wrestler, it's the devil I know every single time versus the devil I don't know. And all the time, 100% of the time, you can bet the farm, it's the, I'm over the devil I know. Absolutely. It's like, if I had to choose between, if I was a wrestler, and I had to choose between Tony Khan or now Triple H at this time Vincent Man, I'm guaranteeing I would choose Vincent Man. as the least he gonna screw me over he gonna do it to my face sure if he gonna screw you over at least he has the balls to do it to my face and tell me hey at some point in your career I don't know when but at some point I'm gonna screw you over at least Vincent mm-hmm. Man has the balls to tell me that absolutely He's like, you know what? You're becoming a problem. I'm screwing you over. Yeah. Other people, wink, wink, don't have the balls to at least tell you. Nah, you got you got the two and two together and get four. I I, I release respect for me having the balls and the manhood to tell me to my face. And I don't know when, but at some point I'm screwing you over. And you got to eat. You got to eat the crap. You got to eat a crap sandwich. Yeah, he did that to Stone Cold, he did that to Shawn Michaels, and he definitely did that to Triple H. Like, listen, I'm screwing you over. <laughs> I don't know when, I don't know when, but I'm screwing you over. Why? Because you're becoming a problem. And I commend Vince for being up forward about that. Yeah. Unlike some people. Now, I, I love that we're in, in this time and day and age of the fresh generation of man's taking over. By the way, as I said months ago, when this all happened, to make it very clear, Stephanie McMahon will run the, produ- will run the production. Nick Khan will run the corporate side. And, uh, Basically, Stephanie's the boss. Yeah. She's a charmer. She's, she's, she's yeah. Vince's place. And shout out to MJL dropping, they, they dropping, man. 
Oh, of course, without question. You know, AEW's in a, a lot of uh, backstage uh, turmoil right now. Yeah. MCL happened to Personally, mention... Personally, I'm not surprised. Damn shame. You know, I'm starting to think that this guy seeing Punk is a real world-class asshole, which I've always heard from a bunch of people that he is an asshole. Yep. He comes off like an asshole, and he is an asshole in real life, unless he likes you. Now, sweet MJF, check this out. So we, 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 we got to rewind the clock. We got to take it back to All Out. He was the Joker, right? He, gets, he, he mm-hmm. got me one. He put, got uh, Stokely gave him the chip. The ladder match to take possession of it. You win the match. He took possession of it. He has a contract, a championship match anytime he wants. So it's supposed to be John Moxley, CM Punk. CM Punk got stripped of the title. We need a new champion. We're gonna have this tournament, championship tournament. But meanwhile, MGL, he 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 has the Go, he has the golden ticket, if you will, and he gets catching that, that opportunity time he wants to. Remember, Punk beat John Moxley, and that's when MJF revealed himself. I'm coming for that belt. Mm-hmm. What was smart about that is that when MJF won the match, he acted like he was going to take his mask off and didn't do it. That was brilliant. I like that. He's like, no, 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 no. You have to wait. I'm, I'm, he, MJF made us wait all night long. At the right time, then, voicemail. To the end of the show. Yeah. So, at, at the end of the show, Singapore wins the championship. Voice, lights go out. Voicemail, Tony Khan. I'll pay you X to X amount of money to come back. I'll put you in the, the, battle, the Casino Battle Royal match. Wait a minute. The Joker was in the Casino Battle Royal match, wasn't he? Yes, he was. So, oh, snap. He's, he was Joker. He's a talent shot. But, 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 he made you wait all night long, and I like it. He could have waited longer to reveal himself. He could do that Wednesday night. could do that, uh... Right after that, he waited till till all out. I love it. Remember that casino ladder match is one of the first few matches on the show, and then he waited till the very end to really reveal himself. I was brilliant. Yeah. So at some point, at some point, it is John Mock. I'm sorry, MJF versus whoever. For the AEW World Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, what about CM Punk being injured in that match with John Moxley? Uh, man. Not uh, only wrestle a match against John Moxley, get injured, as a matter of fact. And then you have a fight, a real fight with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks while you're injured. <coughs> wow. Hmm. Personally, I feel Tony Khan should fire CM Punk. Well, that's but, a problem. Because 
Knowing him, he's just not going to. Because, like, CM Punk, wait, like, Ellis Island. Uh, you, you, you heard Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. Ellis Island's like the promised land for immigrants, okay? So, <coughs> I apologize if that, that's a little off. I'm a little rusty in history. Excuse <coughs> me, I'm a little rusty in history, so I do apologize if that's the wrong analogy. But in a point is, you have no other place to go. You're seeing a punk. You burnt your bridge with WWE. You don't. You're not really into any other company, so you have no place to go. Uh, so he can go to Impact, but I don't think he's gonna go there. Yeah. And your damn show can't come back to WWE. You burn that bridge with WWE. Can't come in. Of course. You burn that bridge to the damn ground. Ain't, ain't no coming back. Reminds me of something John Oxford said. You came you came to AEW because you ran out of money. Yeah, boy. AEW <coughs> money is pretty decent, you know. Oh, AEW money is huge. The owner of the company is a billionaire. And he's worth more than Vince. And what baffles me is that it still looks like it's um um minor league, so to speak. Low budget, that's what I mean. Hmm. Like their production doesn't even look like WCW. I gotta give a shout out real quick to the birthday boy himself. Quote the Raven Nevermore. Raven himself. Happy birthday to you. Absolutely. I always said, I think he's one of the smartest people in the business. I love the storyline with uh, Raven and Tommy Dreamer. The word on the street. Ever since summer camp, they've been at each other's throats all these years. The summer camp. You know, the cool thing about that film, which was I thought was pretty awesome, is that Tommy never beat Raven in that ever. Game. His whole career, ECW, uh, Impact Wrestling, a little bit, a little cup of coffee in the in the invasion WWF. Well, never. He, he did beat Raven once in ECW. Well, once. Of course. Other than that, every company. They've ever been in. Other than that one moment, Raven, Tommy Dreamer has never beat Raven. Uh, I think that was smart on Tommy Dreamer's part. It's like, I got an idea to make this seem be more interesting if one of us never wins. And it was brilliant. And they've been at each other's throats this summer camp. I know that's true and that don't care, but I love it. No, uh, definitely not true, but part of a storyline. It's a brilliant storyline, too, though. The icing on a cake on it was that dream would never be great, which made the story that much interesting. Because yes, most feels. 
people would trade wins against each other. It was never done before that one person won every match. So, just that alone made it that much more interesting. Mm -hmm. And you can see the effect that Triple H and Stephanie is starting to take on the company now that Vince is gone, Baby's returning. Ron Strowman even came back. Does that mean, does that mean he had, did they have to give up with a partnership of uh, Chucky Narrative or what? Mm hmm. Oh. You've seen that this past Monday on Raw. Strowman is back. Yeah, but does that mean he had to give up Chucky Narrative? Of course. Hmm. Of course, absolutely. You know, that's another person for Roman Reigns to think about now that he's back. And you know what? You know what's hilarious? Is if, if they be like, if Roman Reigns, if, 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 uh, uh, Ross Sean be like, hey, Roman, if you have vacation forgotten, I'm not finished with you. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> In case you've forgotten, I know it's been a while, but I'm not finished now, with you. I will admit, during Roman's two years as champion, he did defend the belt against Ron Sherman, and he did beat him on his own clean. Mm. Yes, he did, ladies and gentlemen. Well, well, that doesn't mean the next match you're going to win. We're going to have to see. In the meantime, I want to thank David for being here. Uh, this PM pill is kicking in. And my brain about to be all over the place. So I want to thank y'all for joining me. Thank you for joining me, David. I'll see you guys next time, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah. See you, everybody.